Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic success at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today we visit with David Rodema, a chemistry pre-med student from Castle Rock, Colorado. David shares some great strategies with time management, how he maximizes breaks between classes, as well as how he utilizes larger breaks at the end of his class schedule. Listen in for a surprising twist where David shares how he found he needed to add activities to his schedule to help him in his time management quest. I hope you'll get a lot of good takeaways from our visit. Hi, David. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. How's it going? Going well. If you don't mind, maybe just introduce yourself to our audience and share a little bit about where you're from and what brought you to Baylor. All right. Well, my name is David Rodema, and I am from Castle Rock, Colorado. And uh, I honestly first saw Baylor uh, on a football game and decided to check them out and realized that a great uh, pre-med program and uh, so I was like you know I want to do pre-med so I ended up applying and got in and I was like got decent amount of scholarships I was like this is the choice that makes the most sense for me and that's kind of what brought me to Baylor. Great that's fantastic can you tell us a little bit about what you're studying while you're here? Yeah, so I am a chemistry pre-med major, uh, the American Chemical Society certified chemistry major, and uh, that's basically it. All right. Well, what interests you in those different areas of study with the pre-med and the chemistry? So uh, I loved chemistry in high school, and I had amazing chemistry teacher in high school and so he kind of uh, developed my passion in chemistry but uh, since I was uh, I don't know eighth grade I was like I had been around the medical field my mom's a nurse um, and I was like you know I love helping people and uh, I love the joy it brings me and people when uh, they're able to receive treatment. So I was like, I feel like I should go and be a doctor. So uh, ever since then, uh, I've kind of just set up steps to where I could study something I love in college, which is chemistry, and apply it to uh, the field I'm hoping to go into, which is medicine. That's great. Sounds like you've really paired those two paths together into a really good fit. So that's awesome. Well, with your rigorous program, um, what are some study strategies that you've implemented to help you be successful in the different courses you're taking? Yeah, so um, honestly, uh, what I realized is, so in high school, I kept really busy. And then I was like, when I first got to college, I was like, I'm going to keep myself relatively free because I know I'm going to use that time to study and honestly that did not end up happening and uh, so what I realized I needed to change I started making this change about uh, beginning or end of sophomore year beginning of junior year and I just kind of 
uh, loaded up my schedule to where I had like pockets of uh, designated free time to where I couldn't like mess around for hours and just waste a day. Instead, I'd like have a class, a little pocket of free time, have a class, a little bit of pocket of free time. And then I also got involved with different activities uh, like Baylor Quidditch and Baylor Spikeball Club. Mm -hmm. And so by also introducing those activities, it made me like use the time I had for studying. So I knew I couldn't waste any time I had. If that makes any sense, mm -hmm. it's a little bit of reverse psychology. And then whenever I did have a big break of time, uh, a friend told me about uh, a habit he had started implementing and he would do uh, 30 minutes of studying and then he'd get, just give himself 10 minutes of break time for every 30 minutes of studying he did. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you can use, you can keep on pushing through if you're like through 30 minutes and you want to keep going, you can keep going. But then just for every 30 minutes, 10 minutes a cruise, and you kind of like deposit that as free time. That's a neat idea. So, so that's kind of um, my two study habits that have kind of helped me uh, figure out how to do college a little bit better. <laughs> that's fantastic. When you're in class and taking notes, do you do anything before class or after class that has really helped you retain the information? Yeah, so um, coming into college, I was not a very big note taker. I was someone who read the book and that was about the extent of my studying in high school. Uh, but in college, uh, I realized that how I needed to take notes in order to best process the information is first, I would be attentive in the lectures. Uh, and when I was taking notes, I wasn't just furiously writing down everything the professor said, because I realized that in doing that, I was actually never understanding anything the professor said. Mm. So what I would instead do is I'd like, look for I'd be listening to them and if like a key idea stood out to me uh, I would write down that key idea and then later after the class go back and supplement it with my book and read more about that idea to like get a firmer grasp on understanding each concept and idea. So you followed up the lecture with more study but that allowed you to concentrate on what the professor was saying and learn from the professor in the moment. Yeah, so instead of just like trying to write down as much information as possible, I realized, um, well, that's great. And if you go back and review those notes, uh, you can glean understanding from it. Uh, it worked a lot better personally for me to just like write down a few key topics that like maybe I didn't completely understand in the lecture and then I could mm -hmm. go and supplement that like with the reading. Yeah, that's good. How soon after the lecture would you try to supplement your notes? Uh, I would go over it after, after like, not immediately after class, but uh, after classes were done for the day. And I typically in my schedule, I have like a three to three and a half hour blocks block of free time from when classes end 
to when any of my activities start and I view my activities as kind of just fun time. Mm -hmm. So that like it gets included in that break time that I was talking about earlier. So, but still kind of that same day while things were fresh. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. And when you're talking about those little pockets of designated time between classes, which I really love that idea of making those spaces in your schedule, what kind of things do you try to target in those little pockets of time? Uh, what I start try to target is a, if a class has any assigned homework, because those pockets are typically anywhere from a half hour to hour. Mm -hmm. uh, I use that time to like go over any homework that like I didn't necessarily like feel very confident on mm -hmm. or uh, review any material uh, that like I didn't have like the best understanding like I grasped it but like from my uh, so like I have a free period on a Wednesday like a little pocket on a Wednesday mm -hmm. I would refresh my mind from material that we went over on Monday because it'd been a full 48 hours since I'd last seen that material. Sure. So that's it's kind great. Of just like a review refresher before you get into class. Yeah. Nice. So use those to prepare for the next class. And then once you're finished with class for the day, that's when you kind of review back over what you've just heard during that day. That's yeah. awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about anything you do in the morning to help you get ready for the day. Do you have any sort of kind of morning routine that you typically follow? Um, kind of. Uh, I, on my mirror uh, in my bathroom, so I'm not really a morning person, as I feel like most college students can relate to. Uh -huh. I try to make, wake up at least a half an hour before classes. And that gives me enough time to like take a shower, get dressed. And then on my mirror, I write down like things I need to like know and things I'm memorizing and stuff like that. So I have like one little pocket where I can see my face in my mirror and the rest of it, uh, I just have stuff written down on. Well, awesome. You just have a little whiteboard, but it's your mirror. Yeah. Great, great use of space there. That's awesome. So, that helps, sounds like that helps you focus on that day and, and what's going on and what you need to remember. So Yeah, so like I have a weekly memory verse up there because I'm trying to do that with my devotions. And then I also have like key ideas like when I was taking biochemistry, I would have my amino acids up there and things like that. That's a great idea because that's something you see on such a regular basis. So I bet even maybe when you were taking the test, did you ever kind of picture your mirror in your mind and oh, 100% think, yeah. oh, okay, that's, that's over here. And oh, that's great. Especially with chemistry. Cause it's all of those, um, the chemical makeup and everything it can be so visual. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. Well, where are the places on and off campus where you really enjoy studying? Uh, so my favorite places on campus are, uh, I love the second floor of Moody. There's like those individual study rooms um, back in like, um, it looks like a library area, but you go back in there and on like the back wall, 
uh, on the side closest to Jones, there's individual study rooms and double study rooms. So me and like one friend or me, myself and I will go and sit in one of those study rooms if I just like really need to focus. It's like my spot where I go. If like I have a big test coming up and I just need to like hunker down and focus on material. Um, and then off campus, uh, I go to Dichotomy. Uh, that's a great little coffee shop uh, or Common Grounds. I'll go to Common Grounds if I just need to like read. Awesome, that's good to have those places that kind of are your go-tos and, and for different types of studying where like reading, you can handle maybe some background stuff going on, but when you need to just sit down and focus, those study rooms sound like a great, a great option. Um, there's kind of changing topics a little bit, but um, when we think about learning and experiences that we've had and some of the greatest teachers in our lives can be times where we overcame a challenge or maybe learn from a mistake that we made. So have you ever had an experience like that since coming to Baylor that you can share? Um, yeah, I mean, well, so I originally came into Baylor um, all gung-ho, but my high school career did not really prepare me for college. Uh, as I was one of those kids that kind of just showed up and did the minimal amount of studying and seemed to get by in high school. Uh, and college was a firm smack to the face. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, probably that first, my freshman year, I just uh, realized how much extra work college was going to take. And um, it was definitely a learning process. So, I mean, I probably didn't get fully figured out until the end of my sophomore year of how I should approach college. It's a big, it's a big game changer in really starting to understand what, what time and effort it's going to take and, and building in that time in the midst of probably having more flexibility and kind of control over how you spend your time when you come to college. That's so kind of it. Exactly. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. You don't have someone telling you where you need to be or you should be studying or any of that. You don't have any of those voices. It's like, oh, I need to be studying, but, you know, I just want to go out for Subway right now or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. And you can. So, yeah, yeah it takes a while to learn what are those disciplines that are going to help me reach the goals that I've set for myself? Yeah, so that's why time management is huge. And that's honestly uh, the thing that originally got me was like, oh, I need to fill, or fill up my schedule so that I can like understand time management. Because if you just have a ton of free time, you think, oh, I have time to get to everything, and then you don't. Yeah, it's, it gives you a little more structure, like you said, and like what you did was to help yourself have those allotted breaks that are for specific things. Um, yeah. So you talked about some of the organizations that you got involved in, Quidditch and Spikeball. That's, those sound really exciting and fun. 
are there any other groups that you're a part of? And what has been your favorite thing that you've gotten out of being in these student organizations? Yeah, so I'm also part of a group called The Whatever. Um, and The Whatever is where I made, a, was the first organization I actually joined okay. at Baylor. And it's where I found like uh, most of my friends that I still uh, know. Um, I ended up uh, starting with one of uh, my other classmates, the Baylor Spike Ball Club, our freshman year. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And so uh, that's just awesome. Uh, you get to, it's like an active release where you've been going and sitting in classes all day and you're like, I need to go do something. So that's kind of how that club started. Um, he introduced me to the sport and it's actually grown a ton since I first got introduced to it. Um, and then Quidditch is awesome because uh, I played high school football and I was like, well, when I first heard of Quidditch, I thought it was a complete nerd sport. And then I realized it was full contact and that was something that drew me to it. And I was like, it was just one of those another another club that was uh, full of camaraderie and um, was an outdoor release from being cooped up studying inside all day. Great. So, wow. Yeah. And I think that's really, I think, helpful too, especially for students who were athletes in high school but aren't pursuing that in college. It sounds like that was helpful for you to find something that kind of had that similar feel. So you got to yeah. your college experience. So that's yeah. great. Now tell me a little more about, I mean, I get Quidditch and Spikeball are sports. So yes. I'm guessing that's kind of what the groups revolve around. But what is, tell me a little bit more about the whatever. So uh, the whatever was started by a guy with a, uh, a few of his friends who were like, you know, um, we live in this great city and we go to this great college. Let's experience it. So um, they just started getting friends together and doing literally whatever. So we've had uh, Mario Kart, real life Mario Kart races where we've taken cardboard boxes and uh, made them into little Mario Kart carts um and ran around in them or we've gone and visited uh all the different taco shops in Waco and done like a taco tasting tour or uh we've gone and gone through Baylor and raided the bath like found like the best five bathrooms in Baylor and, uh it's just um fun stuff that you would never think to enjoy uh and we just started. So yeah, like it's an awesome group if you're looking for one. That's great. Okay, good to know. Yeah, it sounds like y'all come up with lots. And so did just all the members of the group kind of share ideas of things that they think would be fun to do? And then y'all just kind of pick which one you're going to do next? Yeah, so at the end of every semester, uh, there's a event called... Um, uh, well, there's two events. Uh, the first or the second one is the end, which is kind of like a wrap up event. 
but then we have another event where I'm totally forgetting the name of the event off the top of my head, which is awesome. But uh, it, you go and there's candy and soda and like energy drinks. And this is like one of the dead days before finals. And we start at like midnight and go until 2 a.m. And we just brainstorm. Oh, it's called the crack session. I don't know why I can't remember that. Uh, but uh, we just brainstorm ideas of what we think would be fun for the next semester. And that's kind of like where we get all our ideas for the next semester. And we just pick ideas off. Cool. Well, that sounds very creative. Yeah. Good. Well, thanks for sharing about all that. Mm. Um, well, you mentioned time management and um, that that's so important. It definitely sounds like that's um, structured your days. Do you have any sort of tool that you use to help you stay on top of when assignments are due, when things are due, when you need to do what? Um, yeah. I mean, some people use like a planner. I've tried that and honestly, I forget to write down in my planner what I'm doing. So I realized that didn't work for me, but instead what I found actually works is I have a cork board above my desk mm -hmm. and I just have my syllabuses uh, with the calendars for the class right above me uh, on that cork board. So I can like, come back to my desk and figure out what I need to get done and what's the big, why are the big things coming up and kind of just plan my schedule out that way. Perfect. So you just put those side by side and then you can kind of see for each of your classes what's happening. Yeah. Great idea. It's always there and that's really helpful. Well, you mentioned you like to study in some coffee shops. Do you have a favorite coffee order that you like to get when you're studying? Oh yeah, so um, I love black coffee, but uh, my favorite like reward drink is a frozen mudslide from Common Grounds. Mm. Um, it's off their menu, but it is impeccable if you ever get the chance to try that. Okay, so. Inside Scoop, we got an off-the-menu order here, so you can go to Common Grounds and order it. Great. Yes. Um, tell us, thinking about Baylor, and there's lots of different resources and things to utilize, have you found something that has kind of been your favorite resource that you've used since you've been here? Yeah, uh, the Slick, um, as you've gathered, probably gathered by now, I'm an active individual who mm -hmm. uh, run around a lot. So uh, I've gone to the slick and it's just a place where you can like go and shoot hoops with friends or go and try the rock climbing wall there or ping pong or with racquetball courts. Um, the beach volleyball or the sand volleyball courts outside are actually great for spike ball. So we've hosted spike ball practices out there. Um, and it's just a all around great facility where you can just go to um, get any excess energy you might have. Great. Yes, that's very important. Well, as you are looking at the future and thinking about what might be next, what are some of your hopes for life beyond Baylor? 
Yeah, so um, I'm currently uh, sending in my applications for medical school. Um, so uh, hopefully I get into one, that is the goal. But after medical school, um, I would love to, uh, after medical school and residency and all of that long road ahead, I would love to go and do medical missions. Uh, I just think that is something that is needed uh, uh, honestly in so many places. So I just feel like that is something I would love to do with my life and uh, kind of uh, go about that, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Well, we wish you the best as you um, explore these different possibilities and good luck as you're applying to medical schools. Um, but thank you so much, David, for sharing your insights and strategies that have helped you be successful while you're at Baylor. I really enjoyed hearing all the ways David is maximizing his time, being present in class during lecture, and all the ways he's gotten connected in some really neat organizations. I learned a lot about some organizations I've never heard of before. I hope you're finding a way to get connected at Baylor and make the most of your time here. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. You can keep up with the podcast and subscribe to episodes by searching Student Success Stories on iTunes or go to our website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast for a direct link to subscribe and also a link to listen. You'll find all the show notes from this episode there. Music for Student Success Stories is Cherry Monday by Kevin McLeod. You can hear more of Kevin's music at incompetech.com.